Thank you for listening to That's Questionable with Cecily King. And I'm your host, Cecily King. This is episode eight. Bam, 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 bam. The season's almost over. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you for listening on Spotify. Shout out to our Spotify listeners. Thank you for listening on Apple. Shout out to our Apple listeners. And all the other ones that I do not know. Thank you for that. Um, I actually got the pleasure to talk to my friend Remedy, singer, songwriter, actress, model, rapper. She was actually just on Scrappy's mixtape that released this week. And we talked about rappers in the media, especially amid the Megan Thee Stallion situation in the whole nine yards. So I'm happy you're listening and check it out. See <laughs> about this. I was trying to stop myself from talking about it earlier because we okay. all know that Meg just talked about what happened with the incident with Tory Lanes and mm-hmm. how the state is, what state women are when it comes to like the rap game. You're not mm-hmm. one of those like overtly sexual rappers, right? I love you for it. Oh, thank you. You don't be be putting your body out there. Your body out there. But even if I did, Mm -hmm. it shouldn't be a problem. I know. But it's just scary. It's another story. But no, it's scary because when you think about like the representation of Black women in media and it's a a lose-lose situation. Uh It's like you can't be sexy without someone trying to say oh this is how they're trying to market you even if that's just how you want to be right. but then you can't be yourself because they're going to deem as strong black independent woman right and they're and you're be masculine negative. mm-hmm uh-huh yep and I was just like yo how does one even do this because damned if you don't exactly I'm like even <laughs> in, like regular everyday life I feel like I have to tone myself down simply because it's impe- it's appeasing others. Like mm-hmm. I get called don't do that. Extra. That I know, I know I can't I know, <laughs> don't do I, that. I know, I know. No matter what you do, it doesn't matter if you go left or right, up or down, somebody is gonna have something to say. So it's up to you to just enjoy your life. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but here's the thing, like looking back at things like me and you, we've known each other for a while. Uh-huh. I can say that I'm closer to who I was as a person versus you were. You were yes. like blow dry straight, model less, yes. walk down the wall. The yes. <laughs> <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> versus now people see you as this, you know, Afrocentric. Yes locks you know people I'm that know me the now <laughs> they don't even believe how I used to be like I've literally tried to explain to like people who have met me more so like within the past I would say seven years mm-hmm. and when I tell them how I was they're like no I can't see that and then when I show them pictures they're just like what I'm like yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. Me. <laughs> wait so how does it feel knowing that like the way you used to be is more on to par with how most black women are represented in the media versus who you are now 
Um, I mean, I just look at it as I'm glad that I went through that stage. You know, I can say that I went through all these different stages and I was able to pick exactly what is for me. I was able to come into myself. You know, I did the whole permed hair and everything. Like, I remember when I got my first perm, I think I was like 10. I was in like fifth grade and I Mm -hmm. begged for it. Like, I begged and pleaded for a perm simply because everybody else that was around me, they got to wear their hair out, you know, straight. And I'm just like, why doesn't my hair look like that? Because I I got 4C hair, okay? Yeah. (laughs) I got the nappy naps, all right? But I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> but but I didn't appreciate it. You know what I mean? Um, even though it was long, I still didn't appreciate it. So I conformed. And that was at a young age that I was taught to conform. So mm-hmm. it takes a while for you to grow out of that, you know. But once I did realize I'm like, okay, maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to look like, what I'm supposed to be, what God intended. Well, let me switch it up. Let me figure out who I am and not mm-hmm. just be what I'm used to being and what everybody else is, you know? Okay. So what started your journey now? Um, Like the lock journey or just like the natural journey or like specifically what journey? Like, because you can tell if you go back into the your music, you can mm-hmm. tell there's a shift from mm-hmm. what you used to do to what you do today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I would say overall, just life experiences, um, especially within the last 2017. I'll put it that way. 2017 was a very interesting year for me. And that shifted a lot of the way the way I think, the way I look at things, the way I behave, just everything. I'm not yeah. going to go into full details about what happened to me, but yeah. that particular situation, it literally opened up my eyes to everything. I mean, everything. And I'm like, you know what? Life, I only get one life on this earth. Okay, I'm not going to say life is too short because I'm not going to speak that to existence. But I only get one life on this earth. I get this one chance. And I'm going to live it the best way that I can live it. I'm going to see things and I'm going to accept what I see and not be upset by it. And I'm just going to go with the flow. You know? Um, As for like the things that I write, again, because I've gone through things, life changes, you know? relationships um trauma just a lot of different things have happened within especially within these last three or four years so I'm just kind of speaking I mean if you listen to my music you'll hear you'll hear some things you'll know when things change for me yeah you know um but I'm just kind of going with the flow you know just trying to enjoy enjoy life best way I can Okay. Like, I know you said that, like, you try to not let things upset you and you try to go with the flow. Do you feel like it's now easier for you since there's more Black women that are accepted that aren't fitting that, you know, extra sexy mold that it is. can fit into the media now? It is, but then it isn't. It is because, like you say, more people are doing it. It's more, you know, acceptable, I guess. But then it isn't because they look at it as, oh, it's just a trend. Oh, you're trying to be like everybody else. So it's just like, bruh, again, I can't win. Like, I did this not because everybody else was doing it, but because this is what I needed to do for me. So now that more people are hopping on, people are like, oh, well, you're just trying to, you know, 
do what everybody else is doing. I'm like, come on, y'all. Can we can we ever get it right? <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I don't I don't really care too much about that. I'm going to do whatever I feel like I want to do. And if mm-hmm. people accept it, that's cool. If they don't, that's also cool. I'm doing it for me and for the people that need to hear and see what I'm doing. If you okay. see me and it's not working for you, then you're just, you're not there yet. And that's fine. <laughs> that's now, okay. Do you feel like you have to be like a Cardi B or a Megan to break out? No. <laughs> no. Uh, no. I mean, okay, break out as in like being mainstream and like popping. I mm. mean, in a way, yes. But that depends on what you're trying to do. You know, you don't, if you're trying to be, you know, like mainstream like them and, you know, everybody love you and all that. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. That works. That's one way to look at it. But I'm okay with being underground. And I've realized that with my style and, you know, just well, how I rap in general and some of the things that I talk about, I've realized that I might be underground and that's okay too. Like, I'm not looking to be like, famous and all that another Cardi Mm -hmm. B another Nicki Minaj I'm not looking to do that I'm just looking to speak my message and let the people that need to hear it hear it you know so so you're telling me if Cardi called you and was like hey I'm doing a WAP remix (laughs) uh uh-huh you trying to be on it (laughs) I think I'd be stupid to say no (laughs) (laughs) listen listen If she called me right now, first of all, I would be amazed that she even called me, number one, okay? <laughs> the phone, I probably would have dropped the phone, everything, like, I don't know, probably would have passed out some shit, I don't know. But mm-hmm. <laughs> if she were to call me right now and say, yeah, I'm trying to do a WAP remix, I probably would do it, you know, because that definitely would get me out there. And, you know, I mean, unfortunately, a lot of people, a lot of women, they feel like they need to be sexual to be put out there. And it works. You know, mm-hmm. we all know that sex sales, it definitely works, but, you know, it you don't have to do it. Me personally, I probably would get on WAP, but overall, everything that you're going to hear from me, mainly, it's just going to be me being me. You're still not going to hear me being, you're not going to see me being over-sexualized, like, definitely not being naked <laughs> yeah. on TV, not doing that, you know? Mm-hmm. And even with WAP, like, who knows how I would lay that out like yeah I might I might get creative with it you're gonna be like hold on wait a minute <laughs> is, she is it gonna be like some real shit? like Missy Elliott you, you never know you never know you're like, wait a minute hold up I was expecting you know this but she just switched the whole thing up you know so you never know I might you know I might mm-hmm. switch it up for you but you know it's so funny and I think it's because I know you I'm like I know you as a sexual person not to mm-hmm. say like we have dealings with each other, but I know you as a sexual <laughs> person. So to say, like, oh, your music's going to be about you, and I'm like, wait, but your sexuality and the way you move about the world mm-hmm. can be deemed sexy. Oh yes, yeah, you Absolutely. sexy, you sexy boo. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, you so much. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things that are sexy, but we're talking about what you know most people deem as sexy and that's just showing off all your assets that doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be sexy 
you can be sexy in so many different ways. Shoot, I can walk outside with some sweatpants on, a t-shirt, you know what I'm saying, and still be sexy. It's about how how I walk. It's about how I think of myself. It's about my confidence. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's about just walking and looking up and not looking down. That makes a big deal of difference. Like I've literally had people come up to me and be like, yo, I like how you walk. I'm like, I'm just walking. Wait, someone came up to you. Is that that? I need to elaborate. People on this. have literally come up to me and they're like, yo, I like how you walk. And I'm like, okay, thank you. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking I'm just walking. Like I was in the store the other day and <laughs> this white dude was like, so did you used to model? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, as a matter of fact, <laughs> I did. It's like, yeah, I can tell, like, just everything. And I'm looking at myself. I wait. Literally... This is not the same guy that tried to fetishize you about your ponytail, right? Yes, it is. I was just about to say. I literally was wearing a ponytail, okay, and I had on like boy clothes. And I was just like, what is it? What is it? But it's not about what you put on. It's about how you wear it. Mm-hmm. So Now, going back to that story you just told me, do you feel like just so happily that white guy might have been fetishizing you? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I said that is because usually when white guys say something to me about me being beautiful, they all end up bringing it right back to race. Literally. Like one white dude, I was in a bar and he was just talking to me, normal conversation. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you know, I think you're beautiful, you know, and don't get me wrong. Like, I don't see color, you know, I'm like, oh. wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yep. And that's how I know. It's like, okay, you're telling me that you don't see color. You're telling me that. You wouldn't tell the white girl next to you that you don't see color. <laughs> You're telling me specifically that you don't see color, which means the exact opposite. The guy that I was just telling you about, the ponytail guy, same thing. After all that, he ended up bringing up the fact that I was black, not just like in a, not necessarily in a rude way, but kind of in a way to, you know, hey, I, I'm with you. You know, you're black, but I'm okay with you being black type of thing. I was like, okay, yeah, it, it, that's the type of feeling that I get when they do that, oh, you know, it's and I, not necessary to bring up that I'm black, you see I me, I see it, want you to break down, because a lot of people don't know what mm-hmm. he said to you when he found out about your ponytail, oh, he, oh, what did he say to me, he was like, what is that, that is, what, what do you call that, that is just so wonderful and beautiful, I just, I love that look, I'm just like, um, well, it's, it's just the ponytail, it's like, oh, wow, well, that's just, wow, wow, wow. Like, it was just a lot of wows and, like, a lot of hand motions, Mm -hmm. you know? And then right after that, like, now I'm trying to mind my business and purchase what I'm purchasing. That's when he brought up, you know, yeah, and it's okay. Like, I'm Italian, and I, you know, I really don't care. We don't really care about color. What? Why don't you? Exactly. I'm like, why don't you have to say that? Like, (laughs) you know, like, I see that you're a white guy, but I don't have to say, hey, it's okay that you're white. What? Come on now. And you know, so, it's so crazy. Like, even hearing that, it sounds like he was slightly embracing your hair, despite the fact mm-hmm. that he's trying to, you know, he's like, hey, I understand our differences, but I really, really mm-hmm. like this. Versus someone that I do know, because you freeform your hair. Mm-hmm. You freeformed it. And it's yep. still going that way. Someone that mm-hmm. I know that has locks right now, she saw some man walking, 
and she called him practically dirty and said she didn't know what was on top of his head as she didn't also have locks herself wow Mm -hmm. so see i will never understand that I, i i i just don't get that i know that there's like people who have the manicure locks and they think that that's what locks should look like but that is just not the case honestly those aren't even original locks that's cool and it's beautiful and it looks really nice on some people you know with the different designs and all that but that's not for everybody I specifically when I decided that I wanted to start locks even before that years before I started them I knew that I wanted to get locks I already knew Mm -hmm. I wanted to freeform them I didn't want to see all that scalp that was me I wanted my hair to just come out of my scalp the way it's supposed to, and you know, <laughs> without so manipulation. Your hair looks a lot healthier than a is. lot of people that do just regular locks, mm-hmm. because I see more breakage from mm-hmm. their locks than I do yours. Mm-hmm. That's because they want to always have that slick, smooth look, mm-hmm. and when you keep retwisting it over and over again like that, yeah, you're gonna end up breaking your hair off, like. People like I know somebody personally who like natural like does natural hair, um, and locks is really their specialty. Mm-hmm. And she'll even tell you, "Don't come to me every couple weeks to get it twisted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do not do that because that's exactly where people go wrong. Getting your hair twisted too much, using all these um products where you have buildup and your locks get heavy, and next thing you know, you're getting alopecia because your locks are too heavy. Mm. I mean, it looks nice in that moment, but what are you doing in the long run? My hair is light. People think my hair is heavy. It's not. My hair is probably lighter than some people who have the manicure locks because I don't have all that product and stuff inside. And it's naturally growing. It's not, you know, Mm -hmm. dying in the midst of all of it. It's just growing. It's just, I'm letting it breathe. You... You got to let your head breathe. Let your scalp breathe, man. And let it do what it's supposed to do. Sometimes when you do too much, you don't realize how much you're just messing up hair follicles and everything. Like, it's, yeah. (laughs) I kind of want to switch gears real quick, even though Mm I am thinking about your hair right now and just (laughs) hair in general when it comes to Black women and how we have to work in certain places that it might not be deemed acceptable. Okay. Mm -hmm. When you first went on your journey, how did your manager feel about it? Well, when I, well, when I first went on my journey, I actually just quit a job. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure if I had stayed there, they would not have liked it. Yeah. They already felt some type of way about me wearing my bush. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't against any regulations. Like I read the rule book, but they. They didn't understand my hair. I was the only one. I, I was really the only black girl there. The only black girl that came after me, she had, you know, perm. Yeah. So it wasn't the same thing. But, you know, they already weren't really feeling my afro, you mm-hmm. know. So I know for a fact if I had stayed there and then tried to freeform them, they would have been like, uh-uh, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the job that I'm at right now, which is owned by a black woman, it's it's just home it's it's I don't I don't feel anything I don't feel anybody looking at me strange I don't feel like oh maybe I should cover up my hair it's just you know I'm just being me even with the people that come in I get compliments on my hair 
you know, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure some of the white people kind of look at me a little strange, but that's okay <laughs> because <laughs> that's all right because you're coming into our territory. And if you don't like it, then you don't have to spend your money here, <laughs> you know, but just know that every time you come in here, you're going to see a black face here and you're going to see locks and you're going to see afros. You're going to see braids. <laughs> you're going to see blackness. <laughs> and I feel like I mean, I'm just saying for me, it's different. Because I, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't work at a job where it's a black owned company, but I do have like a black manager. And I feel Mm -hmm. like because, oh, there's more than one black person, it seems like, oh, we're all inclusive, we're nice and all. But I remember when one girl, because she has curly hair, and mind you, it looked like, like maybe a a 1C at most. And that's being me being nice. A one C at most. She had the nerve to tell me that she can use certain products and because she can use it, I can use it too. And she was like, yeah, my hair is curly like yours. Well, not curly like that, but curly. Right. And I was just like, I understand like. Not curly like that? What does that mean? Like, I get, <laughs> what does that mean? I get, I get you're trying to relate. I get it. I understand. <laughs> but. There's certain things you just don't say. Right. Like, I understand trying to relate, but sometimes they really do just say the wrong thing. And it wasn't even just her. It was just even other Black people that worked at the business, too, where mm-hmm. there was talk about, oh, hair comes in different shapes and structures. Like, yeah, you have your your hair type, and then you also have your porosity in the whole nine yards. But you also, okay. like, for me, I was like, this woman's getting upset about not actually talking about all the the details that go into hair, especially with the black community. But then she's had her hair a certain type for like years and years on end. So it wasn't like she couldn't even understand. Like if I were to come in with braids, turn around a week later, come in with a wig, turn around a week later <laughs> just have right. my hair out and going but, right mm-hmm. I mean that's honestly their ignorance and that's something they're gonna have to figure out on their own and mm-hmm. me personally I really don't at this point I kind of don't have the patience to try to sit there and teach and explain to certain people because it's like at this point it's like how do you not know that especially if you're already a person of color how do you not understand our own hair at this point? You know? So it's just like, ah, I don't. But you also have to think of it this way. There's a lot of people that fight against their own curl. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of people that fight against their own blackness. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, some, some black men, I'm not going to say all, some black men would want a light skinned girl with long, luscious hair but then say that they want them natural, no weave. Mm-hmm. When some girls have 4C hair, or they'll want mm-hmm. them like chili, mm-hmm. where they're dog skin, but they have a nice, like, granule to their hair. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, like, see, they want your hair to be natural but straight. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh-huh. at what point is okay for a person, a black woman, to just be themselves? Right. And be okay with what they have. Never and always. (laughs) 
that's the best answer I can come up with. <laughs> I'm just like, bruh, like, can I do me? And you notice, you know, you know there's a difference in who looks at you versus who doesn't look at you when it mm-hmm. comes to a hairstyle mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. way that you dress. Like, mm-hmm. I can be, like, clothed head to toe, hair just in a bun, no looks. Mm-hmm. Put a dress on. Same bun. Boom. Boom. <laughs> might, might have my titties out. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Watch me have weave. All eyes on me. Tupac. Girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I totally get it. Like, I absolutely get it. Like, even looking back when my hair was perm, seeing the type of, like, guys that would come up to me, those certain guys, that's not the type of guy that comes up to me now. Like, everything has changed. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. just the hair, though. It's also just how you feel. It's the vibe and everything. Like, I'm getting the type of men that come up to me now, they're usually a little more artsy or they try to they try to let you know they're a little more aware of who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, or actually, um, someone um, that came up to me, they told me, almost similar to, like, my past, how they looked at, you know, our hair is ugly in so many words ugly Mm -hmm. you know um not pleasant to the eye they want a certain type of woman but they've changed their ways to look at you know us you know as who we are beautiful because Mm -hmm. we're being ourselves so you know the the type of people that come to me vibe is just different but yeah the type of guys that used to come to me when my hair was perm they're the type of guy who would never want to have oh i love your bush natural hair Mm, no that that wasn't happening that wasn't happening and unfortunately, I have to say, some of those guys are a little bit more ignorant, too. <laughs> but my thing is, why is it that we have to change our hair to fit into some sexualized standard when it comes to men? Because I can tell you right Honestly. now, I'm attracting more white men than I have my whole life. Really? <laughs> than anything else. Girl, it's like as soon as I started wearing my bush, all these white men started coming up to me too. And I don't know if it's because they just love it or if it's because it's different or if it's fetish. I don't know. Okay? But whenever I wore my afro, oh my goodness. Like, they would just be off on me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm like, no. We're the black men. (laughs) Versus, like, if I was with a black guy and let's say I would have a bun. And my hair mm-hmm. wouldn't like stay slicked back because mm-hmm. it's humid outside, of course. And you know how mm-hmm. curly hair can react. And he'd be like, yes. You need to get your hair done. You're too pretty to have your hair not done. That <laughs> so, right there. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, I think part of it is because, like, with the long hair, long straight hair, I think that a lot of men are not used to seeing a black woman with their own hair being long and straight. Mm-hmm. You know, if we have long hair, it's got to be like a weave or whatever. But we can have long hair, you know, because my hair, even though it was permed, it was my hair and it was long. And to a lot of black people, that just seems so strange, you know. So I think that that might have been it also. You know, they want they like the fact that it's theirs. They could if they wanted to, they could pull my hair and it wouldn't come out. That type of thing, you know, but mm-hmm. it's just like, OK, well. You know, now I got this bush, so what you gonna do with it? (laughs) 
what you gonna do? My bush is long too. <laughs> Were you scared? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you scared of it? And you, you know, know? so funny. Like women don't do that to men. Like no. When you see a guy out there and like he just has like cornrows or it's just mm-hmm. a long like just long curly hair. Mm-hmm. That's been like ooh, ooh, look at him. Yeah, they can literally wear their hair however they want to. Cornrows, locks, dread. Uh, I said that. Um, how a bush, anything, waves. It doesn't matter. They can wear their hair naturally in any form, and it's okay. But we can't. Do you I don't feel that. like there's a higher standard for women, especially Black women in our community, to like look the part, dress the part, be the part? Absolutely, absolutely. Because it's like if you don't. Okay, let me give you an example of why I feel like that. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first, you know, started wearing my afro. Yeah. And I visited my grandmother. Yeah. And my grandma is old school, you know. Before you leave the house, you make sure that you comb your hair. Make sure you look up to part. Like, she was old school. You cannot go out the house looking raggedy, okay? Yeah. I went to her house with my afro, and mm-hmm. she looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> And she was like, I cannot believe you are wearing your hair nappy. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, grandma. <laughs> like, she could not believe it, but then I didn't think. I'm like, that's because the standards back then that she's used to, she's used to, well, if I come out with my hair looking like this, I'm unkept. I didn't you know do anything what? with my hair. It's so funny because I don't think it's just a generational thing. Because I, I mm-hmm. don't know if I told you this. I had one friend, like, we know me. I'm a weave girl through and through if I can do it then fine as mm-hmm. long as I don't damage my hair if my right. weave out can't look like the weave I probably won't do it but if it can mm-hmm. I'm probably throwing a wig on I'm probably okay. throwing a weave in. <laughs> so when I started this natural hair journey I could say 2017 yeah it was 2017 mm-hmm. and I did a bit huge chop in learning to embrace my hair couldn't even do it once it hit that weird awkward phase for mm-hmm. when your hair grows out a wig on and earlier this year yeah it was this year I had blown out my hair before I got braids in and someone was like I'm surprised you're putting yourself out there you look unkept they what they what wow it caught me so off guard when I was like hold up you going to say that natural hair is unkept but you're only okay if it came as a certain curl granule. Right. Versus That's mine. all it is. That's all it is. Because my afro, like I said, I have 4C hair. So my afro looks a whole lot different from someone who has 3C hair or any threes. Wow. With a different curl pattern. My Thanks. hair, my afro, no, but not, not saying that it's yeah. bad. Mm. All of our afros, all of our hair is beautiful. I don't care if you have, if you're black with straight, straight natural hair or bushy hair. Our hair is beautiful. That's mm. one thing. We're a rainbow of colors and a rainbow of hair textures. Okay, but my my afro, it does look different from somebody who has, you know, a different curl pattern. So me wearing my afro na- the natural way, someone's gonna say that my hair looks unkept because my curl pattern is a lot tighter than if you wore an afro you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I mean it's it's really people's perceptions it's sad you know it's really sad that people look at a certain hair texture as unkept 
You know what I mean? Like, I didn't do anything to my hair, but really, I did, bruh. Like, I just had my hair twisted and moisturized and tied up all night long mm-hmm. so I could wear this twist out. And, and you're you going to tell me sucks? that my hair is unkept because it looks different than yours? You know what? <laughs> that men, it's not a men bashing moment, but men mm-hmm. are allowed to look rough mm-hmm. and it be okay. Because they're men. That's why. As <laughs> simple as that. You know, I mean, we're supposed to make sure that we're always well kept and we're mm-hmm. dainty and, you know, oh, our face looks beautiful. But wait, wait, wait. Bright. And we're strong, independent black women. We make <sighs> sure that the men are okay. Right. We, we have to be strong, we, but we, we can't be too strong. We got to stand by <laughs> their side. No, right. We can't. Ask we can't them. overpower them. We we can't ask for them to to provide for us, but we gotta cook and clean and bring the bacon. You know, girl. Again, it's just like there's no there's no middle for us. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we we can't do this, but we also can't do that. So what the heck do you want me to do? I literally I posted that question on Facebook one day, and I mm-hmm. literally started giving examples. I'm like, you men don't like when a woman does this 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 and that but if we don't do this 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 and that you complain because we're acting like this what do you all want (laughs) you say that women are confusing you want a woman who is strong and independent i mean there's songs about it but yet you want us to weaken ourselves enough to need you you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i'm like that's that's not cool you know i'm gonna be me regardless you know, whoever I end up with, you know, I'm not going to make my man feel less of a man. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if I'm able to make you feel less of a man, then maybe you need to do something about yourself. That's not my fault. You know, that is not my fault that you feel less of a man because I'm on my shit. That's a personal problem. And you got to figure that out on your own. You need to heal yourself. You need to do some soul searching because that ain't on me. So but they'll put that on us. So subtopic. How you feel mm. about Meg the Stallion, Tory Lanes? First of all, can I just say Meg the Stallion is stacked the fuck up and she is beautiful. But other than that, um <laughs> honestly, <laughs> she is girl and she all natural. Woo. I didn't expect anyway. you to say that, but go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. She is the definition of a brick house. But anyway. She um, is a brick. Sorry, okay so <laughs> but i don't really know the full full details because i don't really pay attention to you know okay the media so much, social media but... meg d stalin just came out and stated that tori lanes was the one that shot her in both her feet while right. she was walking away to de-escalate mm-hmm. a situation a couple minutes mm-hmm. away from her house and he shot mm-hmm. her while he was in the car in the back though she was in the front I mean it's like why why do you feel the need to do that I, I mean what him shoot all, her or her protect yeah. him no the, okay I, I'm there's so many thoughts that's going through my mind right now and I'm trying to let me just number one you are a man you are a man you are supposed to be our protectors you're not supposed to be out here shooting women, <laughs> especially women that's walking away, a woman that's not putting your life in jeopardy, okay? 
you're supposed to be protecting us, not be the not be the ones that we need protection from. Let me just say that, like knowing that you you have the audacity to pull out a gun and shoot. What if what if it wasn't defeat? What if it? I mean, what if you really injured this? What if you killed her? You know what I mean? Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like we already feel like we're not protected enough. We already feel like we're the most, we're the most desired, but the most hated. Mm-hmm. So for, for it to be in the media, yet another black woman getting injured, abused, it's just like, it pisses me off. It's hurtful. It pisses me off. And this is another reason why we try to be strong. And then when we do that, it still backfires. You know, I've seen so many people making jokes about this whole situation on Mm -hmm. social media. And it's like, it's not a joke. It's not funny. And men joking about it. It's not funny. If you find this funny as a man, especially if you're a black man, I have no respect for you. Because you're supposed, how, how am I supposed to know that you're willing to protect me if you think that another black woman getting shot is funny? Not even just that, but the fact that, like, we don't feel protected, yet we still, even when wrong is done, mm-hmm. protect them. Yeah. And we've been doing that forever. Like, the fact that, like, I understand the situation. It was a high risk situation. The cops were mm-hmm. coming in. You don't even know what could happen when you're dealing with police now, especially at this day and age. Of course, you're not going to, like, rat on him, but it costs you your safety. Mm -hmm. And it sucks that Black women have to constantly have to think like this. And then men go and complain about how women are doing the most, acting like AC. A, B, C, one, two, and three. They don't respect men. We just want to be heard. But then a situation like this happens. Yeah. And then you see what Black women go through and it's just like, oh, okay. And even though it has been broadcasted, it's like they still don't get it. It's like, it's right here. It's blatant. This is what we're talking about. This is a perfect example. And you still don't get it. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, while you all are doing this to us, guess who is still fighting for you and making sure that we can protect you to the best of our abilities? You know, <clears throat> when I protested, I wasn't necessarily just protesting for myself. I was protesting for my brothers. You know what I mean? I was out there protesting for y'all. So the least y'all could do, since I'm fighting for you, the least you could do is protect me because that's your job. I don't care what anybody says. That's what God, that's one of the things that God put you on this earth for, to protect us. We're the nurturers. You're the protectors. You all want us to play these roles, then do it right. You know what I mean? Do you feel that Black women should stop protecting Black men now? No. No, 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 no. We can Mm. be there for each other. No, we, no, absolutely not. No, there's one thing to be there for somebody, Mm. but to protect them, like actually protect them. I'm still going to. I'm still Mm -hmm. going to. Because just because there's a, a vast majority of people doing dumb stuff, there's still, there's still some of us that are doing right. I'm going to still protect mm-hmm. because 
at the end of the day, somebody needs to. Somebody needs to. And I still love them. Yeah. I, I still love you all. I do. If I can protect you to my, the best of my abilities, even if, even if I know that you have done something, if you've done a Black woman wrong, I'm still going to try to protect you because at the end of the day, you are still a brother. And at the end of the day, there's still time for you to learn. There's time for you to grow, mature, think differently, and act differently. Yeah, but do you but feel you like can't it's do that if you're gone? And wouldn't that play into the strong black woman narrative more? Uh, you know, mm, is it our job? <sighs> That's an interesting question. I wouldn't say that it is our job. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, I we don't have to, but I want to. So I'm not going to say that it's every black woman's job to protect a black man. Yeah. You know, because I, I mean, I, I can't say that because every woman is different. Me personally, I feel like it's my duty. Yes, mm-hmm. me personally. Somebody else might not feel like that. So I can't put that on other people. Other people are in different places in their lives. Some people, some women might really, really be hurt by black men and they don't feel like it's their job. So I can't put that on someone else if they're not in that place, in that space right now. But as for me, I do feel like it is my job to protect you if I can. If I see, if I see a brother getting pulled over, I can't just keep going. I have to make sure you're okay because you are my family, whether I know you or not. You're my family. You are my people. I have to make sure you're okay. Now, what's that put you in like harm's way? I mean, I'm gonna keep a distance. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I can love you from afar. I'm gonna keep a distance. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to. I'm gonna let them. I I I want them to still be able to see me. You know, Mm -hmm. like brother, you see me. I'm here for you. Like. I might not be able to tackle this cop down if he starts doing some dumb stuff, but I want you to know that I'm here. You know what I mean? I want you to know that I'm recording in case something goes bad. I want you to know that, you know, like you're not alone, like something. I want to be able to give some type of comfort. There might not be much that I can do in that moment, you know, but I want to do everything I can. So you as my brother know that I am here for you I see and I want that cop to know that if you do something wrong you have eyes on you you have my eyes on you you have Facebook live on you you got Instagram live on you okay yeah you got eyes on you yeah I want you to know it so don't do anything to this brother don't do anything to him because we're watching you Mm-hmm. If I can, and I see other people, other brothers and sisters walking past me, I'm gonna try and stop them. Like y'all, hey, situation, hey, look, hey, brother, over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not about to just. I just can't. I just can't walk away from you. I can't. Go ahead, queen. <laughs> Go ahead, queen. I can't fault you Listen. for that. Listen, it's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not easy because you can oh, you never know if you're going to be put in harm's way. Yeah. But it's just that's just who I am. I just can't. I just <laughs> sometimes it's like forget the harm's way. I got to do what's right. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. <laughs> well, mama. I feel like we talked a lot. <laughs> we, talked, we did. We talked a lot. But about we always do. Yeah, yeah. 
But no, I love you. I love you, sir. Is there anything else you want to touch on before we skedaddle? I love, I love everybody. Shut I up. love you all. Shut up. Uh, oh, oh. Wow. You, you asked me a question and when I, I answered, you, you, you shut me up. Like, See, I know full well you probably got some, us like, today. tuck for some girl you don't like that's probably beefing with you. Or some Look, man. You know what? This is what's wrong with us today, okay? This this right here. Because I'm calling BS? Okay. You're, no, cool. you're, you're, trying to, you're, trying to, you're trying to stop your sister from speaking her mind. Was that really this speaking wrong her mind? Us. Don't do this Yes. Story. I was. I was trying to. <laughs> Almost called you. No, bread. but for real. I love you. <laughs> I love everybody. See? <laughs> yeah. yeah. 